Hi there. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Pastor with No Answers. I had already finished editing this, so it was ready to go up, but my brother texted me with a very important message for all of us. So here it is, and I quote, uh, you need to check out the brand new episode of Bad Christian Podcast. It comes out this Tuesday, and it features a special interview with Perry Noble. So check it out. It's a good one. That's the Bad Christian Podcast, which comes out this Tuesday. I also wanted to take this opportunity to address a couple of screw-ups that I made during the podcast episode. Number one, uh, in the podcast episode, I think I said that the sun, according to the experts, has about a little bit over a billion years left before it burns out. It's actually, according to the experts, a little over five billion years. Second mistake, I attributed to James Watson uh, the promulgation of directed panspermia, when in reality it was actually Francis Crick, the other half of the DNA duo. And then one last thing, I made a joke about Donald Trump. It was just a joke, so please lighten up if you're a Donald Trump supporter. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, we're talking with our buddy uh, Logan Kale today, so it should be a lot of fun. All right. Well, this is the pastor. And this is the pastor's voiceless big brother. <laughs> and this is just some dude. Just some dude, but his name is Logan Kale, and he's not just some dude to a lot of big Logan Kale fans. And this is the pastor with no answers. So, Jared, I'm going to tell you, my friend, <laughs> that you are in for a treat, man. This is kind of like your... This is your virgin Logan experience. Actually, no, it's not. I actually heard him on the Bad Christian Podcast. Jared, let me ask you a question. Have you ever talked to Logan before? No. All right, this is your virgin Logan experience. <laughs> that sounds pretty messed up, but okay. <laughs> this is, you, are, you are losing your Logan virginity. Wow. What is well, is there a problem I'll just that? I'll just preface that real quick. I'm not nearly as assholey as I used to be. Okay. Oh, what what happened? Did Logan get a girlfriend? No, Daddy's just growing up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Jared, here's what's cool about hanging out with Logan. When Logan is around, Matt and Toby and I, I at least have one person that I can talk to that's actually passionate about listening to music. Wow, it's awesome! Cool. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> so uh, last year. He gave me some recommendations that I'm curious what you took the bait on because I'm sure that I talked to you about them, Jared. But did you ever buy Angel Olsen? Yes. How about Ty Seagal? Yes. How about Future Islands? No. Future Is that what it's called, Logan? Future Islands? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And you should check it out, Jared. It's okay. some good stuff. All right. So uh, you guys tell me one album that everybody just has to go check out. Mine would be uh, Neon Indian. It's called uh, Vega International uh, Nights, something like that. It's really good. That was, there was a little too many blips and bloops for me. It was oh, a really? little too Yeah, too electronic for me, I think. Oh. Oh, interesting, Jared. You checked it out, and you thought it was a little too weird. Too. <clears throat> yeah, it was. I, I liked his the album that came out before that a lot better. Me too. But I, I need to go back and revisit it though. I think it, it probably is better than I think it is. All right, what's a what's a must buy album, Logan? Uh, well, I have been listening nonstop to this new band called Adult Books. Adult Books. Yeah, the album's called Running from the Blows, gotcha. and. <clears throat> kind of like a 90s indie punk sound with some beachy vibe to it. Sweet. Sweet. Jared, Comes what about tomorrow, you? Actually. I would say uh, New Bermuda by Death Heaven. Uh, really good uh, blend of black metal and uh, shoegaze post-rock. Just a gorgeous album from start to, to finish. And that's their newest one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to it once. It's good for sure. I got to listen to it more. All right, so let me ask you all a question. Um, uh, let, let me, let me start with digital movies. All right. So recently I, uh, all right. So there's all sorts of things going on on <laughs> iTunes to get people to buy movies. One, 
they every month they come no every week they come out with a set of movies where it's a like uh, there's a week in February where they had a bunch of Valentine movies for nine ninety nine seven ninety nine uh, right now if you go on iTunes they have gangster movies nine ninety nine seven ninety nine so they want people to purchase movies now there has been times when some of my favorite movies were up for grabs for like seven ninety nine I'd buy one there's also been times when there's a movie and Jared you you'll probably be uh, shocked that I would make this risk, but there's like a movie for let's say twelve ninety nine, and I want to watch it, but I'm pretty sure I'm really gonna like it, so I'll just buy it instead of rent it because it's like if I rent it for four ninety nine, and I really liked it, then I'm just like I could have just paid seven more dollars, you know, to just have the movie because I'm gonna want to see it again. My question to you guys is that in this day and age, as technology is just blowing up, we've gone, you know, VHS, I would say pretty much everybody had a VCR in 1990. That's probably being a little conservative. And then I would say 15 years later, everybody had a DVD player. Now here we are just 10 years later and blockbusters are closed and we're watching things digitally and buying things digitally are our digital movie collections first of all worth even building because is there ever going to be a time where everything is just you just go online and and pay what you want to watch a movie uh and secondly is there going to be something even better that kind of washes out the the value because bottom line someone that stocked up on VHS movies is worthless now who cares I mean unless you're going to keep your VCRs but then the tape is going to run out so what do you guys think about actually paying good hard earned cash for digital movies yeah I do it go ahead yeah I do it absolutely Uh, I tend not to really buy newer movies just because as I get older I think the Less frequently, I'll rewatch movies. Yeah, but I mean, I have both Bill and Ted's digitally. (laughs) I have, you know, I just watched Goonies the other day from the digital version that I bought. You know, just all of those old movies, old classics like you know Karate Kid. I own that. Hell yeah! But I don't. I mean, I don't think that there could be another a newer option because I mean, what's the next step? Just playing it inside your head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in terms of quality, like HD is really, really good. I mean, 4k sure, but you have to have a really, really, really big TV to, to maximize the benefit of 4k. So just the convenience of having your movie, whenever you want it, wherever you want it to me is reason to buy it. So I can watch it on my Apple TV. I can watch it um, on my iPhone, my iPad, whatever. I mean, I love that. So to me, I'm going to buy a movie that I really like, like an older movie, like a Karate Kid, like the Rocky movies, to have whenever I want to see it. So. Yeah, but do you think do you think that they will figure out a way of releasing something so much better that you're just like, ooh, I'd rather have that than digital? For example, I mean, don't you think there's eventually going to be like a hologram type version of a movie to where <laughs> it looks like you're in the actual arena where Daniel LaRusso is you know, beating Johnny. I mean, like it almost feels like you're sitting there. Like why, why wouldn't there be some form of media to where you're sitting in a room and every single wall is actually some version of a screen. I I, I don't know. I mean, that could, that could work, but you couldn't do that to an, something that's already been filmed. It would have to be new movies. Uh, Right. It's true. Not only that too, though, you, you couldn't have that experience on a subway or an airplane or in a car on a trip. So the convenience of having those movies on a, on a mobile device, I mean, to me, that's that's kind of the, that's kind of going to be the way it's going to be for a long, long time. Maybe having this grandiose living room experience that could take off in a decade or so. But for convenience, you can't beat what we have. I don't think. Huh. So uh, let me let me see what you think about this. You said having something anytime you want to. Do you think it's tricky that if if you're not downloading your movies, you don't necessarily own something what if what if itunes shuts down or what if your internet shuts down you technically can't watch any of your movies so do you download them just download all the movies sure yeah Yeah. all right so what about music some people think 
uh, Jared and I are crazy for buying music. Uh, Logan, you still buy music? Absolutely. Do you buy you pretty much buy digitally and vinyl? Um, yeah, I definitely buy records. I will typically, uh, I will typically illegally download something to see if I like it. If I don't like it, I delete it. And yeah. if I do like it, I will end up buying it uh, one way or the other, either digitally or if it is available via vinyl. Yeah. I'd definitely buy that that record for sure. So, Logan, what's your all-time favorite vinyl in terms um, of like, the vinyl experience? I'm kind of weird. I'm not one of those – like I don't, give, I don't care about colored vinyl. I don't care about – I mean, I actually – I would never buy a picture disc. No, I uh, mean sound, the sound. Like oh, that, that sound warm analog vinyl sound. Just what my favorite record is? Yeah. Oh, um for that medium. Boy. Let's see. I mean I grew up on David Bowie, so probably something on David Bowie. I have, honestly I haven't really thought about it. I recently picked up uh, Black Sabbath's Par- uh, Paranoid. Oh, that sounds good. really, really good on vinyl, for sure. I mean, that's something that I've just always had, though. I've never really been a CD buyer. Okay. So I'm just, I've, ever since I was little, I was into records. My parents had tons of them, and so I just kind of inherited that. So to be perfectly honest, I don't really hear much of a difference. I guess I don't have a musician's ear or something like that. But all right, so, Yeah, let me ask you all this. So... To many people, the three of us would be considered somewhat music snobs. Like, in other words, people would say, oh, you you know, you listen to a certain type of music where my response is always, nah, I mean, I listen to what I think is really good. I've, I've played the new Taylor Swift a handful of times because it's good. Or a lot of the rap stuff that I listen to, like ASAP Rocky, it's huge, and I listen to it. I don't not listen to it because it's huge. So... Let me ask y'all this. Would y'all dare admit that you don't listen to albums how you used to listen to albums? For example, Jimmy World Clarity used to sit in my car for weeks at a time. I'd get in and I would just listen to it over and over and over and over. I don't do that anymore. Now, I do try to get the full feel of a CD and I don't want to just listen to it once and then be done with it. I'll listen to it a handful of times, then revisit it. You know, two months later, and then maybe six months later, and then maybe two years later. But I don't do what I used to do. Is, I mean, is that the same with you guys? Yeah, I think so. Just because there's so many more options. I mean, like I said, I've always bought records, and these days with albums on my phone, there's just way more options. I mean, if I'm home, I will listen to records only. But yeah, I definitely not the same. Just because. I have like, you know, 700 albums on my phone. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, back back in the day when we were teens, we, we had limited budgets. Music wasn't everywhere. So we would buy two, three, four albums a month maybe and really listen to those. But now we have bigger budgets. Music is streaming. Music is free. Music is cheaper. So we're able to consume many, many more albums per month. So I think just because of that, we don't have the same kind of listening experience. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Logan, do you have any Christian albums? Well, some of those... Uh, I, I do remember the first Christian album I bought, and I was really embarrassed by it. Like, when I'd tell, when I'd tell my friends about it or show them, uh, in that case, that was a CD, I would definitely put my thumb over the Tooth and Nail logo on the back. <laughs> what, 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 was, uh, what was some of the Tooth and Nail stuff that you got into? Uh, it was... I. This that particular album was a band from Portland called The Deadlines that had kind of a they were trying really hard to go for that like dead person misfit type I remember them. thing. I didn't buy the album but I remember cuz I wasn't into like the it was kind of goth punk sort of Yeah, thing. it was yeah. kind of goth punk. They talked yeah. about graveyards and stuff like that. Well, speaking um, of Oh, go ahead. But I don't know. I I never really paid attention with the exception of What's on two? I mean, I like Julian the Theory. I mean, of course, I had the Emory stuff. Yeah. Oh, Zayo. I got into Zayo a little bit later. Um, I wasn't as into the metalcore stuff or like the. I didn't like effects on Screamer's vocals. Right. <clears throat> I liked more of a pure scream. 
All right, so let me ask you this. Speaking of Christian music, you uh, would you consider yourself for for some people that are hearing you for the first time? Are you agnostic, atheist, or what? Like, do you? Believe I am an atheist. Okay, so that that means that you have no reason to believe there's a God, or you think it's impossible that there's a God, or what? What kind of atheist? Because there's def- definitely different categories. Well, I would say I'm not very serious about it. I've not given it much thought. I yeah. just don't think there is a God. Okay. I don't right. think it's impossible. I just don't believe there is. All right. So, what do you think when you hear? All right. So, Jared, I don't even know if you know about this, but is Israel Houghton? He is a big, big time Grammy Award winning gospel songwriter, worship writer, uh, like worship songwriter, and I'm pretty sure he was a worship leader at Joel Osteen's church. Big, big, big time. And he just came out, stepped down from his job, said that he had had uh, affairs on his wife. And my question to you, Logan, is when you see those sorts of stumbles uh, in the public realm of the church, especially in bigger type personalities slash celebrity type figures, do you have any sort of sense of satisfaction of, yeah, Christian, Christianity is bullshit, so I'm kind of justified not believing in God? Does your heart go out to that person because you're kind of thinking, man, that sucks because I'm sure he doesn't like how life is? Do you not think about it at all? Does it not matter? Or do you not even see a difference in that happening to like a, a Christian musician and a non-Christian musician? Like, How do you process that? I mean, yeah, I don't think there's a difference. I think a scumbag's a scumbag. All right, so cheating. cheating cheating is a scumbag activity for sure. Yeah. All right, so that is that is a very interesting point and this is when uh atheists get really mad at Christians and I'm I'm willing to to take one for the team because Logan and I are friends and I can talk about anything with Logan. So mm-hmm. You would say cheating is a scumbag thing to do, and I would say if if there is zero, like if if we are on the same level as animals, one cell organisms, you know, basically uh, no difference. You you don't get pissed off at a dog, you know, for raping a female dog, do you? No, it's <laughs> completely different. All right, so why why? Because you believe. When Logan dies, you're worm food. That's it. There's no yeah. more Logan. Logan's yes. gone. So why does it matter whether or not you're faithful to your future wife? Because the, just because I don't believe in an afterlife does not mean that, that, you're, that, that you're I'm a piece not of shit. <laughs> immoral. I mean, of course I'm. But what's immoral mean? And, and we can have it. This is what I love is we can have this conversation and laugh and smile and not get offended. But what, what does immoral mean? Well, I'm going to, I mean, just immoral is doing things that hurt people. And, of course, I do that, but I don't intend to. Right. But, obviously, I don't know. God. (laughs) Obviously, it doesn't take a genius to know that cheating on somebody you've promised to not do that is bad. All right. So, what? All right. So, let's... Joey, let me step in real quick. Yeah. I know a lot of atheists, they believe that we as humans are purely physical machines and we operate at a very small or very low chemical biological level, meaning we have no no real free will. So really, scumbag has no meaning in such a world. So do we have free will if there's no God, there's no spirit? Aren't we just a product of our physical and chemical reactions? So yeah, Logan, do we have free will? I I think so. Think so. All right, so that makes sense. So let me uh let me let me propose this as a uh thought to ponder. So you said uh you don't want to intentionally hurt someone. Well, let's say you are are married and you guys have been married for 7 years, so a lot of the fireworks that you experienced when you first met each other, they've subsided a little bit. And you know what? You're still in it for the long haul. You're committed and all that stuff, but you meet someone else that you get carried away just a little bit and you don't do anything totally wrong, but there's obviously mutual feelings to the point where this girl wants to be with you so desperately. And deep down inside, you want to as well. You know it's wrong, though, to leave your wife and cheat with this girl. But if you don't 
leave your wife and cheat with this girl, you're going to devastate this girl that wants you to cheat on your wife. Well, so is that a moral dilemma? No. You have to hurt one of them. You have to hurt one of them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> one I've made a promise to and one I haven't. And if I did decide it was over, I would man up and end it before starting another thing. Well, Logan, I respect the fact that that you define your own morality. I respect that, man. <laughs> I mean, I just I think it's crazy that some of the examples that you guys have used <laughs> over the course like we you know, we already kind of talked about it that one time, but like you guys won't be in the same car with another with a woman by yourself because you're afraid that could lead to cheating. I think that's nuts. Right. Or were you saying because that? you are a grown man I and you do can too. do what you want to do. Right. Yeah, I can see that, but uh, I could also see just having some sort of fixed boundary. Uh, you know, it's kind of like at the Christians would have the same point of view when it comes to trying to stay away from sex before you're married. It's like, okay, I know there's nothing wrong with making out in itself, but I should probably avoid that because... If I'm making out, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to touch T and A, and if I'm touching T and A, then I want to put P inside of V. And Whoa! That, <laughs> what did, oh yeah, that's right. What did Matt classify? Are you you were a mega virgin? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. This is fun, Logan. If you were married, would you try to lay off porn? Do you you, you look at porn? Correct. I do. Yeah. If you were married, would you try to lay off of it? Well, I can always tell if I actually like a girl more than usual by just the dip in that action anyway. Like, things are kind of starting with this new girl right now. And oh, honestly, I haven't, I haven't looked at it you know, in a week or more. Wow. Just because I can tell. That's called love, baby. Like. That is called love. So, I think that, yeah, I, yeah, I believe that I would try my hardest not to. So I want to wear a shirt that says, when I fall in love, I stop the porn. Well, come on. I'm not. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you this. Um, so you would, you would, why are you not offended? Because a lot of atheists get offended with the whole um, correlation that I've put together as far as, hey, if you don't believe in God and a higher standard of morality, how, how do you have your morality for you? Like why? Why you listen to like the Bad Christian podcast? You hear all of our Christian antics. You actually, you know, you and I. I would say you and I are friends. You, yeah. Matt, you, Matt, and Toby are really good friends. I mean, y'all spent you know days and weeks and months together. So, like, why? Why is it that our Christian our Christian shenanigans aren't offensive to you like they are to a lot of other people that don't believe? Because I think that. I'm looking at you more on a personal level. Yeah. Like your, I mean, I know that you would probably disagree, but your Christianity doesn't define you to me. Okay. Like you're good. You know, I like hanging out with you. Gotcha. Just like I like hanging out with Matt and Toby and I don't care. I mean, if you guys were, and I guess you and I are different just cause I definitely know you more through bad Christian than, than outside. But I mean, if Matt and Toby and you were constantly spouting off Christian stuff, I would probably cool it with, yeah. or like not not be friends with you, but just not be as close of friends. Yeah. Just because that's, I mean, people like to be around people that are like them. Yeah. And we have common interests other than that. Yeah. All right, so your uh, refresh my memory. Your dad or your mom is gay, correct? Or what my dad. It? Okay, your dad is gay. Do you have a problem with a Christian being that homosexuality is a sin? Uh, no, I don't. That's, I don't. That's so compelling to me, man. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's wrong for you to believe that. However, I do think it's wrong for you to treat the person differently. I just think that's incredible. Honestly, I'm not trying to swell your head, but I, I, I think that 
you know, so most people, you, if you've been in, on the earth for 20 plus years or, or even less than that, you know that most Christians, uh, and, and it's becoming uh, less and less number as time goes on, but most Christians would assert, yeah, Scripture teaches that homosexuality is not in God's plan. And I have just always felt like, hey, you know what? We can disagree with that. But don't give Christians a hard time that are simply raising their hands saying, you know what, I don't like the fact that I believe this, but I'm putting all of my faith in the Bible. This is what I believe is true. But then that person is basically crucified for putting all of his chips in the Bible hat. And I just think it's pretty incredible that you would have a father that is of a gay sexual orientation and you're not offended Oh, I definitely used to be. I mean, it's been it's been more than ten years since he came out, and I've definitely hit people for saying things, or you know, for you know, saying calling other people fags and stuff like that. Back in the day, I was yeah, I I was definitely more hot about it. Yeah, but I I just I don't care. I mean, words are they're just words. I I think I don't really understand how because I've heard plenty of Christians say. Well, I love I love you. I just believe that you are a sinner and going to hell. I don't really get that because I don't believe that you love the person if you think that. All right, so you you just I guess you did a doozy on me here. What what if that's what they truly believe though? They they're not. Well, I don't believe that you love the person. Like like why do you have to say that? Why do you have to make your opinion known? All right, so here's how I would say it. Jared, tell, t- uh, tell me what you think about this. So if a Christian truly believes that Logan is going to hell, then wouldn't it be unloving for them to say, hey, man, I really think this is where you're headed, and, man, I've gotten to know you over the years, and I just really love you, and it seems like it would be pretty shitty on my part not to tell you because I truly believe this is the case. Now, why, why is that unloving? Did we lose Jared? Jared, can you hear me? I thought this was for Logan. Yeah, it kind of was, but I... Th- oh, I'm sorry. I thought no, you no, said no. Jared. I threw y'all off because I did say, uh, Jared, what do you think about this? But, Jared, would you say that's a pretty good example or question to ask? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because your convictions are rooted in your faith, and you still love that person, but you can't separate your love for that person with your faith-rooted convictions. So, you know, it's coming from the same heart. I love you, Logan, but I think you're going to go to hell, go to hell because you're not a Christian. It's coming from the same place. So to separate that would be kind of being inconsistent, number one, and also disingenuous. I think that's what Joey's trying to say. Sure. I mean, there are plenty of people that I disagree with, but I don't have to constantly tell them I disagree with well, them. No, I agree with that, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. So I think what you're saying is, it's, it's one thing for a Christian to believe that. It's another for them to constantly voice that. Is that what you're Absol- saying? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, respect my belief just like I respect yours, right? Sure. True that. True that. All right, so let me, um, let me ask you guys this. What do you all think about the possibility of a Donald Trump, uh, what is it now, the 46th president of the United States, 44th? Do you all even know? I, think I don't so. care. <laughs> I, I need to look that up now because yeah. I think it's it's either forty fifth or forty sixth. I think. <clears throat> yeah, I want to say Reagan was forty, if I had to guess. So Bush forty one, then Clinton forty two, forty three. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is forty five. What do y'all? I mean, uh, Logan, are you conservative, liberal? Do you not care about politics? I am. I guess you could say more a conservative liberal. I'm pretty middle. As far as that goes, I think, um, but no, I'm not too serious about it. I think that, uh, I think it's a complete shit show. What do y'all think, what do y'all think would happen as a, uh, Trump presidency? I think the hostility towards America would like skyrocket. Really? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Just, just because of his, his rhetoric is ridiculous. Did, Did you guys happen to see that John Oliver thing about Trump? No. On uh, last week tonight, no. Oh, uh, it was. I mean, John Oliver just 
destroyed him. And I'm just by complete, just by mentioning facts. And I would say to both of you, it's definitely worth watching because he just talks about everything he's done, and it's just it's pretty compelling. I there's no way. I mean, he's a bully. He if somebody like someone called him a small fingered. Like some basically mentioned his small fingers, and for it was a Vanity Fair article, and you know, five six years later, he's still writing nasty letters to the author, talking about how his hands are normal size. You know, he's just so petty. So you take that mentality, take that mentality, and back it up with the world's most powerful military. Yeah, that's scary, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I kind of think if Trump becomes the president, he he won't admit this, but I think half of him will be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm actually the president. I can't believe this really worked." And then the second and that that'll be a, there'll be an element of excitement. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to go down in history as a president of the United States." <clears throat> I think the other half of him is like, "Holy crap, I don't know what to do." But do you think he's so haughty and full of himself that he's just like, "No." I'll be great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Of course he is. Do you think we, we immediately get into uh, additional war situations and escalate violence around the country? That's where we pray for checks and balances to kick in. Right. I mean, I, th- I think that most people that are in the center, you know, politically, they, they will keep them in check. At least I hope so. But I, I, you know, I don't know for sure. I mean, it's a I, scary proposition. Am I crazy to say that uh, basically him getting into the presidency, there would be a lot of the legislative branch on both sides opposing him? I think so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So he I mean, did- almost every major Republican uh, group has come out against him. All right, so major Republican uh, folks, groups, Logan Kale, Jared Svensson, Joey Svensson, my close core group of friends, uh, the list goes on and on. How, so how, why are we worried that he's going to get voted in? Who are all these Trump supporters? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Hillbillies. Yeah, there's like not racist hillbillies. Hillbill- there are tons of hillbillies. <laughs> no, like, and when though. I say hillbilly, I mean small town person. And just like redneck, just that that crowd loves him for some reason, I and mean, it's, it's because of things like he tells it like it is. Even if they don't necessarily agree with what he says, he tells it like it is. And I kind of I do get that sentiment because all too often politicians are so slick in their rhetoric. So I I do get that appreciation for his being so cavalier. It's just the stuff that he's saying. I think is really scary. So, do you think uh, do you think Trump would initiate the beginning of the end of humanity <laughs> through like really crazy <laughs> apocalypse nuts, Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I think that personally, I think that all of the major Republican candidates are a little too out there. I, I wouldn't necessarily. I, I don't align myself with Democrat, but I definitely tend to vote more Democrat. And yeah, it seems like every major Republican nominee seems kind of bonkers. I mean, Ted Cruz makes my skin crawl. See, I kind of like Marco Rubio. I thought he was a decent candidate. Yeah, he's a little too defensive, though, man, for sure. I think he shot himself in the foot by just being a little overly sensitive. And he just didn't he lose his cool the other night? Yeah, I did enjoy Trump. What Trump said about him, though, <laughs> pointed out how sweaty he was. <laughs> well, Logan, having you on uh, brings up an interesting opportunity. You you listen to the Bad Christian podcast uh, somewhat regularly, and so you've heard the heckling that I've gotten with conspiracy theories and aliens and nephilim yes. and all that yes, stuff. I so, have. yeah. So basically, I remember, uh, for those of you that do not know this, Logan Kale, uh, you, I think you're the number two Bad Christian podcast of all time in, in order. I think it was the second one. Second or yes. third, but I think it was the second one. Number two. Number two. So 
I remember in that episode, you said that you believe that we got here by ancient aliens that basically dropped dropped humanity off or planted a seed or whatever you want to call it, and then, see you later, I'm out of here. And so now we're basically here to fend for ourselves. Is that is that what you really believe? I don't think I ever said that. Yes, you did. Dak I said that up. was I. If I said that, I said that was a possibility. But no, I don't. I believe that we came from the water. I believe in evolution. Whatever started it started it, but I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I thought we were going to find some. Well, that notion that notion called panspermia is actually becoming more and more prevalent. Even one of the co-founders of DNA, Watson, he actually uh, promulgated that idea, panspermia. Did you say so, panspermia? Panspermia. Sperm. Okay. Like <clears throat> sperm in a pan? Pan meaning like a cross. Oh, okay. Galaxy. Gotcha. <clears throat> well, I was, uh, I'm kind of bummed then. I thought we had some common ground of alien and nephilim no. type stuff. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Joey. <laughs> I am not a conspiracy theorist. Hey, how, uh, Logan? How do you think the? All right, so so Jared and I have our, uh, I would say, pretty much Christian worldview, and so we would think somewhat similarly with how this world is going to end. For someone that does not believe in God or have a biblical lens, how do you believe, or do you believe? There will in uh, at some point in uh, the you know in life existence will there ever not be human life anymore? Yeah, I think so. And I think um, wait in life's existence. So like no human life, but possibly animals is what or, you're saying. Or, or maybe just all life is gone. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. And do you, like nuclear war, or how do you think that's going to happen? No, I don't. I think just the whole mutually assured destruction thing will prevent that from happening. But I think that we are currently uh, emptying the inside of the earth. Yeah. And so either that will, once everything is gone, that will do something, or just the sun will go out and then life will cease to exist. Eventually, after the sun goes out. When is the sun supposed to go out? Do y'all know that scientifically? Like, what? How how old is the sun, and how long do stars usually last? I don't know for certain, but I just know that it's not for a very long time. Jared, do you know how long stars last typically? It depends on how big the star is. But I, I think I've read somewhere where they, they postulate that the the sun has another billion or so years to go. Oh my god! At least so. <clears throat> and arguably the sun could go out without us knowing, right? For eight uh, minutes. For eight minutes? <laughs> yeah, we'd know yeah. eight minutes later. Wow, that's so crazy. But now there's... So why is it that other stars exist way longer? Because they're further away? No. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm saying that I've always been told that there's some stars that we see in the sky night after night after night that have actually gone out is that because they're so they're so much farther away yeah okay it takes okay. it takes light a finite amount of time to get to your eyeballs gotcha right so so logan when do you think like if you had to guess if somebody had a gun pointed to your head and they said hey give me your best possible guess for when the last human will die are you thinking hundreds thousands <laughs> millions how many years are we thinking here yeah, I'm think I'm gonna say millions. All right, so between now and millions, hundreds of, of maybe like hundreds of millions. All right, so between now and hundreds of millions of years from now, like what? How how do you see this world a million years from now? Do you think everybody creates whatever kind of baby they want to have? Uh, people are living to be five or six hundred years old because they can, uh, you know, do stuff to their body. Do you think people have figured out some sort of immortality? Obviously, not perfectly. If you think it's going to come to an end, but like, just see, these are the sorts of things that me and I'm not speaking for all Christians because a lot of Christians are just like Joey, you're stupid. But for me, I would say a lot of this genetic engineering and playing around with you know humanity and creating and all that sort of thing that poses some issues where I think God oh, seems for sure. like he would step in. 
Um, yeah, I, I would say it definitely poses issues. I think that, I mean, did you see the movie Elysium? Yes. Starring America's great. Sweetheart, Matt Damon? Yes. I would, mean... Would you have sex with him? No. <laughs> but you kind of did think about it. Well, I was actually just talking to a group of friends about this, and we were talking about who we'd go gay for. And I think for me, it turned out it would be Channing Tatum. Oh, wow. That guy has moves. I think for me, it would be Mickey on uh, Rocky movies. But, all right, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That is shitty, buddy. (laughs) All right, so no, seriously. like, So you say that what... So, do you think the picture that I just painted? I mean, people are saying right now that they've already cloned an animal. I mean, so animals have been cloned. There's yeah, you could do that, but yeah, the world would be so over overpopulated, and then something would go catastrophically wrong. Dude, they're making chimeras of humans and animals now. They are. So, if you give us, if you give the Earth another thousand years, there will no, there will be no longer. A pure Homo sapien. We're going to be so genetically re-engineered to be some new super species. I would say within a couple hundred years. What's a chimera? A hybrid of of human and animal DNA. They're making embryos of that. That's already been published, and that's just what they're telling us. What about the military top secret stuff going on? We have no idea the level of technology that's out there doing these kinds of weird Dr. Frankenstein type hybridizations. So you're saying that there's a possibility of there being like a half-human, half-lion right now, and they release like a hundred of them on different soldiers, and they're all screwed? I I know they're doing genetic manipulation at the embryo level with those kinds of things, and a lot of people are speculating that the new arms race is developing re-engineered soldiers that that have genetically modified DNA that incorporates sonar from bats, as an example, I mean, I don't know, but different animal-type um, you know, natural abilities that would enhance the human genome. And that's being developed now, a lot of people speculate. Hmm. So, so, yeah, Logan, so, I mean, it, it, hundreds of millions of years, so where do you find us, like, uh, like I'm saying, like what sort of world do you conceptualize? I mean... Wouldn't you say then that we're all getting soup? Like, have you seen the movie Idiocracy? Yes. All right. So, wouldn't you say that that that's a a, a, a funny thought to ponder? And even oh, we're have, even have we're a lot of well credibility. Oh, you think <laughs> I agree get, there? You do think we we're going to get well super and super and not smarter and smarter? Yes. Dude, Trump is no. winning the Republican nomination. Yeah, but I mean, we're at the idiocracy think, stage now. <laughs> that's because we're so sick and tired of uh, typical poli- political bullshit. I don't think that's because human civilization as a whole is getting dumber if anything we're getting smarter because we are be, we I, are able no, to manipulate genes well, and stuff i think technically everyone's getting smarter however people are more and more oblivious of their surroundings and their effect on other people and apathetic too and yeah absolutely apathetic i mean on a smaller level say so you know i work at a hotel and i mean i see person after person parking even though our hotel zone is empty in the towaway zone or the commercial loading zone on either side of the hotel and when you give them a friendly reminder or just like hey just so you know you're parked illegally people freak out <laughs> and then they get a ticket and then they get pissed off at the ticket even though they know that that they parked illegally like one foot away from the no parking sign. Like that is completely oblivious and people just don't think their actions will affect other people or themselves. It is a sense of entitlement. They're entitled to do whatever they want to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or just the whole texting and driving thing or just anything. I mean... The dumb lady on that video, the security footage video, who was texting and uh, walked into the uh, wishing well at the mall and then sued the mall because she felt like the security people didn't do enough to stop her. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, it's insane. Right. Just this kind of stuff over and over, more of this all the time. 
That's crazy, man. That's crazy. People uh, are, yeah, people technically are getting smarter. I believe that is called the Flynn effect. Like the, if you, I mean, everyone from the, from now versus everyone from the 30s were like 10 IQ points on average smarter than the people from the 1930s. But it's just people are less aware or just frankly don't care. I, th- I think too, though, it depends on what you're measuring because I, I find younger people, people that I'm, I don't know, it just feels like there's a lack of critical thinking. It seems like we're losing that. So yeah, while there are people in our society who are brilliant, I think the masses, they just don't have that critical thinking component. I think our education is getting more and more watered down. So I, I don't know if I see that necessarily. Maybe the IQ points are higher, but what, are, what exactly are we measuring with the IQ? So I don't know. I, I, think, I think we're seeing two different things. One thing is we're having this super elite group of smart scientists that we have the masses who just don't care. They have no critical thinking. They have no sense of history. And I think we're seeing both of those. So Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's, I would say that we're going to become more of a cross between idiocracy and Wally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Wally is definitely it. <laughs> Wally's on the way. Yep. I mean, no one can just stand there and not do anything anymore. You know, everyone's on their phones or, you know, tablets or something waiting for something. Oh, dude, if you, if you go to the bathroom and, and, and it's about to come out and you realize you don't have your phone, I mean, you will put your butt cheeks oh, together, get up, and go get your daggone phone. <laughs> All three of us would do that. We'd be like, oh, crap, I can't sit well, there on my phone. Hey. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I will say, say I was going to have some dinner with some friends, and they lived an hour away, yeah. and I was about 50 minutes into the drive and realized I forgot my phone at home, I would turn back. 50? Yes. So you're 10 minutes away, and you would turn yeah. back? I probably would, yeah. Good. Just God. for the drive back. Yeah. Interesting. I need it. You need it. All right. So um, I did want to bring up before we let you guys go, or before we let you go, Logan, I wanted to bring up the movie Room. And Logan, you came well prepared. You you watched the movie Room today. Yeah, I'd been, I'd been meaning to watch it anyway. Well, initially I wasn't going to watch it because I just assumed – it was a chick flick, which I know it sounds <laughs> terrible, but it's like, oh, a mom and her kid, big deal. Right. But then a couple of my buddies were like, no, seriously, man, it's good. And so it's like, okay, I'll watch it. And then you mentioned that you kind of wanted to talk about it. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. So were yeah, you, I watched it this morning. Were you blown away? No. No? No. Oh my gosh, I just thought it was so freaking good. So good. But this is what I wanted to ask. It was good. I mean, it was fine. I didn't dislike it, but I... I didn't love it. Yeah. So let me ask y'all this. Uh, Jared, if you, if you don't know, I think you do, but you know, the premise is you've heard all these stories of like females being kidnapped and locked into a shed and basically in captivity for years on end. And then there was that case in California where I think the kidnapper impregnated a girl like two or three times. And so she's taking care of kids that, you know, are half, her rapist kidnappers and all that sort of thing. So anyway, this this movie starts with a woman in captivity with her son uh, that was basically, uh, you know, impregnated to her by her kidnapper. And then I won't give anything away for the rest of the movie. But my, my question to you guys is, do, like, there's a balance between being a little overzealous with always thinking danger and always thinking bad and uh, just always worrying and stuff. But do you think we, as human citizens, we should just suck it up and be like, you know what, it sucks, but we need to be a little more vigilant and a little more sensitive to uh, suspicious activity. For example, I remember when that situation came out on the news in California about a female that was abducted, and I think she had like two or three kids to this person. And I remember jogging and hearing kids screaming while I was jogging. Well, obviously, my natural thought about the screaming is it's kids playing, or maybe it's a kid having a fit. Uh, But I could not shake the fact of, well, what if this is one of those situations to where I'm, uh, you know, 
person minding my own business, walking by, hearing, screaming, and all I'd have to do is turn around and check into it a bit and see for myself to make sure everything's okay. So I do remember, you know, kind of scoping the situation out and, you know, seeing that everything was okay. It was a kid having a fit. But don't you think as human citizens with these sorts of things happening, you know, semi-frequently that we should take those sorts of extra steps? Yeah, of course. Jared, have you ever been in that sort of situation? I have not been, but I mean, I think when you see more and more movies like that, it does make you pause when you when you kind of are out, out and about and you're, you're hearing, you know, weird, you know, suspect type things going on. I, for one, will definitely pay more attention. I just haven't been in those positions, yeah. you know, in those situations. So listen to this. I'm in Target with Gwenny, and this is when she was probably two years old or younger. So she's at the age where fit throwing is somewhat of a normal thing and uh, screaming and, you know, limited vocabulary and that sort of thing. So she basically was doing something that Priscilla and I kept telling her not to. And so finally, I was just like, well, I've had enough. Uh, there has to be consequences for her actions. So I immediately picked her up and I started walking uh, outside. And for those of you that don't believe in uh, corporal punishment, I'm sorry, but I was taking her to the van to give her spanking. Anyway, on the way out of Target, what is she screaming? I want my mommy. I want my mommy. I want my mommy. Not one person stopped me. Not one person said, hey, excuse me, sir. Is everything okay here? Do you mind if we just, you know, keep you here for a second so we can actually find this little girl's mommy? Now, I know you guys may want to call BS on me here, but I promise you, if anything, I would have been encouraged by that. I'd be like, eh, I am her dad, but man, I, I actually am glad that you're taking this extra step. Bottom line is, I could have been a kidnap that just picked right. her up and said, yeah. I'm out of here. Nobody's going to believe that I'm kidnapping this girl in broad daylight. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Is that just that civilization is way too trusting? or Not way too trusting. I think that <coughs> society as a whole has gotten so meek. People don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. And also, there's that obliviousness that Logan's talked about. The apathy that Logan's talking about. I mean, all that plays into it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely disturbing because I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this girl so much. And what if I was a kidnapper and she was doing all she needed to know? So this will sound silly to you guys, but around that time, then when we realized and recognized just how crazy that was, we started teaching our girls, um, I think, to, like, shout. Like, I think for a while, uh, now they, they just know what to do. Just scream and say, help me, help me. This is not my uh, mom or dad or something like that. But I want to say when they were little kids, we taught them how to scream, um, please don't touch me there. <laughs> and say that like <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this guy in the movie kidnapped this woman and was not nice to her. Logan, if you could kidnap any actress and be nice to her all the time, but keep her in your possession, who would it be? Like... <laughs> <laughs> After so I read you know I read your that question before yeah. I watched the movie and then after I watched the movie my first thought was I can't believe after seeing this movie Joey would come up with this question. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I definitely believe it. The answer to your question is I would not kidnap somebody no matter how nice I was. <laughs> no matter how nice you were. <laughs> no matter how nice I was to the person, I would not forcibly take somebody against their will and keep them in my house well, I'm or glad, shit. I'm glad that you wouldn't do that, but I'm a little displeased that you wouldn't just help me with imagination. Jared would... How about you, pervert? Jared would kidnap Meryl Streep because you still think she's hot, aren't? don't you? I don't. Yeah, you do. You... Oh, no, no, no. I said circa Kramer versus Kramer and Deer Hunter. She was a fine-looking woman. No. I was 40 no. years ago. No, you... Hey, you know it's still hot, though. Susan Sarandon is still hot, and she's old. Yeah, I can see that. You know who I think is a, uh, I think could fall into the hot category is, I think her name's Julianna Moore. Julianne Moore. Oh, Julianna yeah. Moore. She's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's not as that. old as Susan Sarandon and Meryl. She's just in her 40s. Yeah. No, Jared, I mean, 
Jared watched the River Wild and was just like Meryl Streep. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then she, and then Jared watched uh, what's that August August movie Osaka August with uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah, you were like, oh Meryl Streep. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> I agree with you though, man. Her and her younger age. All right, so I'm gonna make a grand proclamation here, and I. Don't know who I would say as far as an actor is concerned, but I do think Meryl Streep is the best actress of all time. I just, I've seen her in enough movies to be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how good of an actress that she is. Would you guys say that that's at least in a good ballpark, like she belongs there in that conversation? I definitely do. I mean, did you did you see her in August? I think it's called uh, uh, was it Osage County, Osage County? I don't know how to say that. Yeah, word. no, I saw I saw her. Oh I my didn't see gosh, it. that movie it was, was really so good. good. Right, so- I don't really watch. I'm kind of ageist anyway. Yeah, like I don't care about old people or like <laughs> like or old old like yeah. I just don't care about what's going on with them. <laughs> so yeah no i don't really watch movies if most of the people in it are old people screw the elderly <laughs> yeah all right so uh who do y'all think could possibly be some of the best actors of all time would y'all say de niro falls in there de niro is my personal favorite but i think tom hanks might be a better actor oh hmm. i have a no tom hanks rule you have oh. a no Tom Hanks rule? Yeah, I can't stand him. Really? Wow. I like some of his older movies, like Big or Joe vs. the Volcano or Splash. But no, basically, from Forrest Gump on, I won't see any of his movies. Castaway I, I, was brilliant. I haven't seen Castaway. I don't want to. I thought Forrest Gump sucked. I thought Saving Private Ryan was his... Ugh, I hate him. <laughs> I, like, I, I like his son better than him. And I'm talking, His son was I'm good at Dexter. I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking about the wannabe rapper. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, everybody knows Keanu Reeves is like the best actor of all time. You know what? I actually was listening to a podcast where they were saying that he's been so successful because of kind of what we were talking about, how people are, are just becoming so... Well, this podcast was about uh, people being so vain and narcissism is basically the national... Um, medical disorder right now or not mental disorder and the reason why Keanu Reeves has been able to have such a long career is because he doesn't really emote and so it gives people more of a fantasy of they could do what he does Hmm. wow that's interesting for sure and I love Keanu Reeves oh I don't like Tom Hanks but I love Keanu Reeves absolutely Bill and Ted man (laughs) Right, one guy it. I really like. One guy I really like is Christoph Waltz. He oh, was yeah, in Glorious great. Bastards, and he was in Django Unchained. Uh, I mean, I've only seen him in those two roles, so I can't say I'm a huge fan. But I think he killed those those roles. I mean, he's just an amazing actor. Yeah. Um, I'm also a huge Samuel L. Jackson fan. Yeah. I'm not sure how versatile he is or critically acclaimed he is, but I like. I think he pulls off his roles well. And Kurt Russell. I think he has a lot of longevity. Yeah, Kurt Russell's good. Yeah. I've been, I think, as a newer one, I'm, I've been a big fan of Tom Hardy's stuff these days. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Jared, as far as versatility with Samuel Jackson, I know some people right off would disagree with this, but in The Negotiator, I think you see a side of Samuel Jackson as far as like the relationship and love that he has for his wife and just how deeply moved he is to think of you know, going to jail without her and everything. Yeah. I, I definitely think that was a side of him that you don't see in typical movies. Jared, have you seen the Tom Hanks movie? Speaking of Tom Hanks, Captain Phillips. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, oh it was my great. Gosh, that was such a good movie. I just, oh, it was so moving when he was finally in a safe place and the, you know, nurses were checking his vitals and he was just, you know, started crying because he was abducted. But, well, hey, but Logan will never know Logan that. Logan will never know. <laughs> He'll never I know saw that. the. I mean, I saw the news story. That's good enough. I don't really like watching <laughs> movies of, like, I haven't. I didn't care for the NWA movie just because I was f- familiar enough with the whole situation that I don't want to see a dramatic betrayal of it. People keep telling me that that O.J. Simpson TV show oh, is yeah. awesome. Don't care. I have no interest in it. I heard about it way too much already. I 
Joey just yawned so big. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> I yeah, I just don't really care about true life or movies based on true events that I'm already familiar with. So Titanic, Apollo 13, <laughs> Miracle. I didn't like any of those movies. I mean, I liked Apollo 13, okay, I guess. Oh, I think No, dude, I didn't Tom on, Hanks. Tom, Titanic. I'm sorry. You're just kind of stupid if you don't think that's a good uh, movie. I don't think it's a good movie. Are you kidding? I don't either. Gosh, you guys are nuts. All right, so Logan, best Emory lead singer of all time, and we'll wrap it up there. Uh, you know what? I was giving this a little bit of a thought, and while I think Devin is technically a better singer, oh snap! I think that Toby, in all honesty, is one of my actual favorite singers. Wow. Like, I just like how dramatic his voice is. I think that, yeah, I think that I like Meatloaf. I like Sebastian Bach. But Toby's probably in top five. Have you ever listened to an Emory song facing the mirror, mouthing the words, pretending like you're Toby Morell? No, I have not. That's Well, that certainly was a riot, wasn't it? It sure was a riot. Thank you guys for listening and joining us in this riot. Go and riot some more, man. Continue the riot. And go on pastorwithnoanswers.com. We'd love to hear from you. And by the way, this music that you hear in the background as we speak is created by the one and only Dan Coke. And you can hire him to make your music at dancoke.net. And that's K-O-C-H, dancoke.net. See you guys next week.